And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that strange-looking man behind you? That's Carl. I met him at the laundry, man. Sam Spade Detective Agency. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Master Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the captivating Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a terrifying tale on the Mole Mystery Theater from 1946. But first, it's Beat the Host. In order to beat the host, a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Jeff must correctly answer more true or false trivia questions about Loretta Lynn than I. Lisa Wolf Hall is our moderator. Lisa, place a hello to Jeff. Yes, we have Jeff on the phone from Chicago. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Carl. Hi, Lisa. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? We're good, Jeff. Good. How are you? Good to have you back. What's going good. on? Uh, nothing. Carl, I have two things to ask you real yes. quick. Yes. Go right ahead, um, sir. <laughs> win, lose, or draw. I'm looking for volume number two. Okay. And <laughs> before that favor, I don't want to tell you what I've my profession is for the last 29 years. Huh. What is it? Can't tell me? Well, can't tell well, me. what are you complaining about right now? I'm complaining he about the Arlington the Heights Police Department. All right, well, I'm not Arlington Heights. But you are. Well, you know, I'm a big supporter of the police. You know that, my I friend. I know you are. Big time, big time. Are. I'm always, uh, I do lots of stuff for the police. Yeah, I got pulled over, and I did nothing wrong. So I don't know, man. Well, he it's, thinks I'm you did. not happy I, about I it. Not happy. You might need to make some phone calls, Jeff. <laughs> there might, we go. <laughs> might need to make some phone calls for me. But volume two is on its way. I can tell you that right now. Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready for uh, to play the game? I am. All right. Let's do it. All right. So it. this is about Loretta Lynn. She passed away on October 4th of this year. She was 90 years old. I don't know much about Loretta Lynn, but we're all going to learn a little bit together. How's mm-hmm, that? Yes. <laughs> All right. These are true or false. The first uh, statement is for you, Jeff. Um, Loretta Lynn's grandfather gave her her first guitar when she was 18. Is that true or false, Jeff? False. Hmm. I'm going to disagree. I'll say true. Um, well, Jeff had the right feel. It's false. <laughs> it was her father that gave her her first guitar, uh, not her grandfather. Here's for me. Did you just hear it in my voice, Jeff? Uh, <laughs> I did. I okay. did. Jeff's one up. Well, you there know, he's smart. He's a policeman. And by the way, Jeff, thank you for your service, my yes, friend. Yes, thank you. Really and truly, it. thank you so much. All right. All right, we're ready for the next okay, one. Okay, Carl, in, ni- in the 1977 Hollywood Walk of Fame, mm-hmm. Loretta was the first female to ever earn a star. Hmm. Uh, that sounds real. I'm going to say real on that okay. one. I'm going to say false. It was real. That Ooh. one That one you didn't pick up on there. <laughs> that is it's true. That's all right. Even, Tied up. Even killed here. Tied Jeff, up. Loretta. Or should owned... I say handcuffed? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Jeff, Loretta owns a ranch in Texas, which is billed as the seventh Mike's largest attraction. Mike's shaking his attraction. head over here going, what? 
What's going on with you, Carol? I had a week off. I'm all energized. You know, Jeff, we were off last week. So I'm like, I'm yes, all, I know. I'm jacked up. I'm hopped up on, on caffeine. I'm on. He's a having lot of pistachios and maybe Lacroix. that's why you got pulled over. No, that's right. That's not why. I wasn't speeding or anything. Are you gonna oh, spit I'm it out, so, Carl? No. Okay. Uh, all right. Jeff's all gonna right. make some phone calls. You let he'll, me know when you're ready. Out. He'll to find continue out. Continue here. I'm ready. Okay. Jeff Loretta owns a ranch in Texas, which is billed as the seventh largest attraction in Texas. Is that true or false? False. It's probably like the fourth or the eighth largest. I'm I'm agreeing with Jeff on this one. It's false, but not because it's the fourth or the seventh. It's because it's in not Tennessee. In it's oh. in, exactly. It's in Tennessee. All right, we, we're tied up still. All right, Carl mm-hmm. or handcuffed. Loretta Lynn's crispy fried chicken mm-hmm. is in her own cookbook titled "Recipes and Stories from My Southern Kitchen." True or false? This is for me. It is. Your it name sounds, is Carl. It sounds real, but you know she's so tricky, Jeff. I mean, you gotta know Lisa how tricky oh, she is. But me. I'm going to say true. But she'll probably get me on this one. I was gonna say true also. Are you sure? <laughs> I am. I know you always say go opposite, but all right. right. Now we're well, tied, this would so. have been a good time to go opposite <laughs> and and commit to that. Um, it is false. <gasps> it's her book is called Cooking It Country. Ah, um, I just made up the so recipes and stories. Yeah. Tricky, good, though. tricky. All right, so you guys are still tied. So let's do something. Let's have some movement here. Jeff, in 1972, Loretta Lynn was the first woman named Entertainer of the Year by the Country Music Association. True or false? False. I'm going to say true oh, on that one. Darn it. Oh. Darn it, it here's was for, true. Here's for oh. uh, this one's for Jeff. Oh, was- man. It was earlier in 72. There you go. Yeah. Last question. Ooh, Jeff Carl, could tie. Yeah, but Carl could mess this up so easily. Carl, in 1980, yeah. her best-selling 1976 true. autobiography. True. Do you want me to finish or not? I'm just saying true. All right, you go is. with true. Yeah. In False. 1980. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it anyways. In 1980, <laughs> I'm going to keep talking as fast as I can. Her best-selling 1976 autobiography, Coal Miner's Daughter, uh-huh. was made into Academy Award-winning film, True or False? Oh, that's true. False. False. No, that's true. It is true. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. true. Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh, sorry, That was a Jeff. movie. I didn't think that was the year either, though. <laughs> yeah. but you, you know, know what? what? Yeah. I never changed the date. Here's the good news, Jeff. You are a great player. We yeah. love having you play. Call back as many times as you want. You're getting volume two. There you go. I'm telling you that Thank right you. now because we love you, buddy. We love you, buddy. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much right. for so, calling. You didn't just so you know, yeah. yes. just real quick, there's absolutely nothing I could do with that. <laughs> so don't come crawling to me, Carl. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll pay my debt to society. I'll no, give him a son. number of a good lawyer. I'm going to have Dan uh, Wolf take care of it. He's going to go there, and whatever it costs me, costs me. What are you going to do? Even though I did nothing wrong. Did you do anything wrong, Carl? No. Got it. All right, Jeff. You take care, buddy. All right? (laughs) Bye, Jeff. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. (laughs) Yeah, appreciate you. When we come back, it's the Mole Mystery Theater. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. 
Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Oh, uh, we have to order our Mies meals, Lisa. Oh, I we can't... don't have to. We get to no, order I, Mies I meals. I can't go a whole week without Mies meals. I'm telling you, folks, if you have not tried Mies meals yet, you are missing out. So I'm looking at the menu for this coming week, and I'm so good at this. I know exactly what Carl's going to order and Mike's really? going to order just from looking at the menu. All right, let's look at MiesMeals.com. All right, so there's some chicken cake. Quesadillas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got pecan maple salmon. Mm-hmm. We have red, white, and green ravioli. Mm-hmm. We have uh, ginger soy aioli rice bowl. Mm-hmm. We have a tomato basil shrimp scampi. Mm. Uh, we have lemon chai Brussels sprouts over pearl couscous. That's going to be my choice. Wow. But Carl, this is for you. Chicken mm-hmm. cordon bleu. Oh, yeah. Uh, which looks great. Oh, Mike, I love it. There's steak and red potato salad with kale and cranberries. So there's a whole bunch more things, but there's such a great variety and such delicious, healthy options that we really look forward to becoming a professional chef every week and sharing uh, this with our family. It's not just dinners. They have like, you know, desserts and all kinds of fun stuff, soups and all kinds of great uh, there's things. There's uh, one minute desserts. There's Belgian chocolate vegan brownies. Oh, yeah. Turtle molten bunt cake. Their so food is so amazing. Their food is good and uh. it's uh, so nice that I like to prepare it with my daughter. We do it together and we make these wonderful meals together and share it with the family and it's really a nice treat for uh, everybody to uh, participate in. And it comes to your house already prepared chopped and all that you all you have to do is cook it and it takes like 15 minutes mm-hmm. and then it's on your table and everyone's like wow and it really is a wow meal it's it is. fabulous we've been having it for almost a year now we've we've been uh ordering me's meals every single week and it's incredible folks if you've not tried it i really do encourage you to try it and they have a special offer for our listeners when you order me's meals for the very first time you can take 50% off your order by using the promo code CARL at checkout, C-A-R-L at checkout. So go to Mies, M-E-E-Z, meals.com, meesmeals.com, and check it out. Order, use the promo code CARL. You will love it. I promise you. Also, I just want to mention really quickly, uh, check out our Facebook page. You can see some of the videos of the preparations. Yeah, all right. Time for the Mole Mystery Theater. This is a great series. Came to radio 1943. It was hosted by Jeffrey Barnes, but his real name was Bernard Lenro, crime uh, fiction expert. This episode is called Goodbye Darling from May 24th, 1946. Part one now of the Mole Mystery Theater. And now, the Mole Mystery Theater, presented by M-O-L-L-E. Mole, the heavier brushless shaving cream for tender skins. Good evening. This is Jeffrey Barnes welcoming you to the Mole Mystery Theater, the program that presents the best in mystery and detective fiction. Tonight's story is entitled Goodbye, Darling, and was written by Hank Warner. Ed Begley, recently seen in the motion picture Boomerang and star of the Broadway hit play All My Sons, plays the leading role, and Elspeth Eric and Chuck Webster are featured. Goodbye, Darling is a story that starts with cold-blooded 
plotting of murder and unfolds into a battle of wits between intended victim and his would-be murderers. It's the kind of story that'll make you wish you could do something to help. Well, you know, Mr. Barnes, that's exactly how I feel when I see a man trying to shave tough whiskers or a tender skin. Because sometimes he really needs help. Well, men, that's the time when your best friend is Mole, the heavier brushless shaving cream. Yes, sir, it's smooth. So smooth. It's slick. So slick. It's a smooth, smooth, slick, slick shave you get with M-O-L-L-E. Mole, the heavier brushless shaving cream for tough whiskers or a tender skin. Try it. Mole. And now for tonight's Mole mystery, Goodbye, Darling, starring Ed Begley. Saturday afternoon. Cruising in a car on a suburban highway are Curtis Tabor at the wheel and Mrs. Lily Lucas discussing the details of a plot. Your husband home? I'm not sure, Kurt. You better not take a chance. Let me out at the traffic light. You think he'll tumble? Don't you worry. You leave that to me. You'll phone me, Lily. Yes, and you come out first thing Sunday morning. Yeah. That it, uh... Up the hill? Mm-hmm. Better stop here. Did uh, send the ad into the Times-Herald? Of course. Last Saturday. They'll print it tomorrow. Yeah, but your husband... He doesn't know yet. I'll sell him the idea tonight. Uh-huh. And what a little salesman. And I can pretend to telephone about placing the ad. You beautiful oh. devil, you. Be careful. I'm not here. <laughs> sure know how. I'd better go now. You turn off here and I'll walk out. Bye. Goodbye, darling. <laughs> You devil, you. That you, Lily? Yes, George. Some letters for you. I didn't know the mail had come. More bills, I guess. Mm, circulars, appeals for funds. George, didn't you mail last month's payment on the mortgage? Here's another letter from the bank. Guess I have to get another loan on my insurance. You better do something. Did you get a lift from the station? I saw you getting out of the car at the light. What of it? Nothing. I only thought... I know what you thought. Oh, Lily, please. The bus was late. No taxi. Mr. Birch's, something like that, lives near the bay. You know, if you hadn't sold the car, you could have picked me up. Oh, Lily. You and your silly jealousy. Oh, really, dear, I didn't mean anything. I just happened to be looking out the window. Forgive me, Lily. Darling. Oh, George, please. I'm sorry, dear. The insurance money's in my bag. You're wonderful, darling. That's the end of my savings account. You know what? Sometimes I think it was a mistake to put all the insurance Henry left me into this house. Here I am, living in the house the money Henry's death brought. I should have gone with him that night. I'll never get over the feeling that I sent him to his death. Oh, now we're grown up, George. It couldn't be helped. I've asked you please not to talk about it. Oh, say, maybe that opening in the Times-Herald promotion department will pan out. Connolly said he'd give me an interview next Saturday. But I'm afraid he didn't sound too keen about it. George. Kiss me. Oh. 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 Love me? 
Mm-hmm. You know, Lily, I've been thinking. Your idea of renting one of our rooms. Are you sure it's all right? Well, why not? After all, many people do. Oh, and you've been so opposed to it, I was afraid to mention it again. <laughs> You're a dear, George. I better get dinner, darling. I'll fix a fire in the fireplace. Good. There's a few logs left. Mm-hmm. Why don't you phone that ad in, Lily? Time to catch tomorrow's paper. Yeah, I'll do that. Pennsylvania 6600. Six, Pennsylvania 66600. Six, right. Number, please. Operator, uh, Pennsylvania 65097. Hello. Lily. I'd like to place an ad in Sunday's paper. Room for rent. All set. Furnished, garage, private family. Name is Lucas. Uh, Lily, do you want to go? Shh, 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 shh. Oh, you're fixing the ad. 11 Beechwood Road, Glencrest. What's wrong, honey? Little Georgie there? Yes. Uh, one time, tomorrow. Tomorrow's paper, right? That's right. One time, tomorrow. Good. Thank you. I don't think there'll be any trouble renting that room, Lily. No, George. I'm sure they won't. Want some more coffee? No, thanks. What's the paper say about the weather? Sunday, mild, probably showers. Oh, did they print our ad? Uh huh. Here it is. Oh, oh well. Where are you going? Garage. I ought to start overhauling that outboard motor. Yeah, I'll pick up the dishes. We might get some early callers on that ad. Curtis. Oh, good morning. How do you do? I'm interested in the room you advertised in Times Herald this morning. Where is he? I'll show you the room. This way, please. It's on the ground floor. Swell room, honey. Careful, Kurt. Please. Um, The garage is attached. This way. Good morning. Uh, this is my husband, Mr... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Tabor. How do Curtis you do? Tabor. You know my card? Oh, Acme Motor Sales. Any being delivered these days? Mr. Tabor likes the room. Uh, I see you have your workshop here in the garage. Uh, won't my car be in the way? Oh, no, no. As a matter of fact, I've been planning to move my stuff into the cellar. Got other machine tools there. And I'll I... show Mr. Tabor the grounds, George. Okay, honey. Out this way, Mr. Tabor. Uh, Ah, nice garden. It's lovely in the summer. We often dine out on this terrace. <laughs> Suits me. <laughs> this driveway's perfect. Wide enough to back into without any trouble. When would you care to move in, Mr. Tabor? Oh, in a few days. Don't forget to go to the Motor Vehicle Bureau tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Get your learner's permit so I can start giving you driving lessons. Mm-hmm. It's got to look like an accident, Lily. Like an accident. <laughs> Well, 
In Act One of tonight's Mole Mystery, we've seen how the bold plan for murdering Mr. Lucas gets started. In Act Two, we'll see whether murder comes so easy. And now back to Jeffrey Barnes and Act Two of Goodbye, Darling. It is Saturday morning, just one week since George and Lily Lucas rented a room in their suburban house to Curtis Tabor, who, with Mrs. Lucas, is plotting the accidental death of Mr. Lucas. Unsuspecting, Mr. Lucas has left for the city to be interviewed for a position in the promotion department of the Times-Herald. In the meantime... Get in, Lily. Give me your first lesson. Baby. No, please, Kurt. Not out here. Okay. <laughs> know what George said when I drove him to the station? Hmm? <laughs> said he'd hate to be hit with this car. You don't think he suspected? No, 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 no. He was thinking of a collision. Hmm. It's going to be easy, like taking candy from a baby. <laughs> Too bad he's only carrying $25,000 worth of insurance. Mm. Now, look, pay attention. This is ignition key. Mm. I turn it. Yeah. Now, step on the starter. Right here. <laughs> Simple. Now, shut off the ignition. Now, step on the starter. You hear that? It won't start with ignition off, but it sounds like the battery could be run down a bit. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll have the car backed into the garage. You'll be at the wheel. Yep. I'll ask George to help me shove the car for a start. When he's between the wall and the rear bumper, you sneak the ignition on like this. Mm -hmm. Shift into reverse like this. And step hard on the starter, making the car jump back like this. Oh. George will be crushed against the wall. I see. Now let's rehearse it until it's perfect. It's got to be perfect. Yeah, let's rehearse, Lisa. Let's re we want this show to be perfect. Yeah, well, So let's rehearse. You better you work ready? a little bit harder, Hi, Carl. I'm Carl Amari. I am Lisa Wolf. And, and this, this is Hollywood 360. 360. <laughs> Reminiscent of our first show. Oh, my gosh. That's why we don't rehearse anything. We want it to sound... No script, no rehearsal. There's no script. There's no nothing. A little improv here. It's just uh, <laughs> Mikey, Lisa, and I. And a or is couple it of me? microphones. Is it I or me? Well, it's Mikey, it's Carl, and it's me. Oh, okay. Uh, we're listening to Goodbye, Darling, on the Mole Mystery Theater. We'll get right back to it. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes, plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive 
receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Welcome back to the show. This is Hollywood 360 across uh, more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. Plus, we are heard all over the world on American Forces Radio. Millions of people tuning in on uh, American Forces Radio in 168 countries on every naval ship at sea and all over the whole wide world, Lisa. In fact, maybe even other planets can other hear us. Other planets like, you know? like which ones? Like uh, Uranus or... Um, um, why did you choose that one? <laughs> I like that planet. Do you? I really do. What do you like about I it? I just, I don't know. Something you like ab- the name Something of it? about it. I don't something know. I can't figure out why I like it so much, mm. but I just do. It's like my favorite planet. Got it. Um, other than Earth. Earth's my favorite planet, of course. Mm. Um, so... We um we have um we have this really really cool new podcast. I'm super yeah. excited about it. It's called Radio Rarities. Carl Shadow writes it and he does a tremendous job and Carl is a, an expert on classic radio and he's a, just an uh, an amazing archivist and he's able to find all of this detail about these shows. It's amazing to me. Um, we'll take like a very rare radio show and break it all down. Carl writes it, we host it, and it's uh, I think it's really cool. I'm I'm digging it. We um, we have one a week, and it's tacked on to our Hollywood 360 podcast. So when you are a subscriber of the Hollywood 360 podcast, which is only five dollars and ninety nine cents a month, and you get four podcasts for that, you get one a week. And now we're adding the uh, Radio Rarities to it. So you're getting the full five-hour Hollywood 360 show each week, plus a Radio Rarities podcast. And it's uh, so it's like a buck fifty a week. So it's like a cup of coffee a month. Oh, my God. But you know what I think is so unique about Radio Rarities is that I don't think anybody does this where we take so much detail and information and really educate you on not just the radio show, but what's going on um, in society around that time. And you really feel like you've learned something when you're done. And so we hope that people really appreciate the education behind the radio shows. Yeah, like last week... um, it was uh, about the very first 30-minute, we played the very first 30-minute Amos and Andy yes. show. And we talked about how that 30-minute show was the first one in a 30-minute format. It was also the first one for Rinso, which is the new sponsor. It was also the first show in front of a studio audience. And it was the first show with a guest star. So it was a very rare program, Freeman Gosden and Charles Carell as Amos and Andy. In their uh, first 30-minute program, we talked all about it, how it got there, you know, because they were doing a 15-minute feature Monday through Friday, and then it went off the air, and why it went off the air, and why they came back with a 30-minute format. 
We played that. We talked about how long that was on the air, what they did after that went off the air. I mean, it's really right. So we really talk about detailed. that. We actually play the show, and then we give you some more information after you've heard the show to close things out. So it's really something special. We think you'd appreciate it. Yeah, and so as I say, it's tacked on to the Hollywood 360 podcast. So to get the full five-hour Hollywood 360 show each week, plus the Radio Rarities podcast, and it's a new one every week, Go to our website, Hollywood360radio.com, Hollywood360radio.com, and sign up for our podcast. It's only $5.99 a month, and you get all of this sent every single week. So uh, we hope you'll do it. We hope you'll support the show. We appreciate you very much. And uh, I know you're going to love the Radio Rarities podcast. All right, we're listening to the Mole Mystery Theater. This is hosted by Jeffrey Barnes. That's a fake name. Uh, Bernard Lenro was uh, Jeffrey Barnes. And Jeffrey Barnes is a crime fiction expert and connoisseur. He was a connoisseur, Lisa. Um, and this was billed as the best in mystery and detective fiction. It lasted from 1943 until 1951. Very good series. We're listening to Goodbye, Darling. Here's the conclusion to the Mole Mystery Theater. Hello, Frank. Wow, George, you working here now? For the Times Herald? Oh, not yet, but I've just been upstairs to see Conley in the promotion department. Connect? He says he'll think it over. Oh, well, how about a drink? I don't know. I've got some shopping. I'd like to place a situation wanted ad in the Sunday paper just in case. Well, I gotta pick up some reservations at Grand Central. Meet me in half an hour at the men's bar. Cheer up, you mug. See you in a little while. Okay. Miss, is this the window for Situations Wanted? Yes. Here, I want to place this ad for Sunday. Six, 11, 12, 18. That'll be three lines, dollar 23. Out of five, 25, 50, three, four, five. Your receipt, thank you. Oh, uh, I might as well pay for a room to rent ad we ran last Sunday. L A L I L U. Don't see any bill under Lucas. Maybe it's been paid. No, I don't think so. It just phoned in. I'll look at the paid bills. L-A-L-O. Lucas. It has been paid. Cash with order. Are you sure? It was phoned in. Not according to this duplicate. There's the date stamp. Paid Saturday, April 26th, 6.15 p.m. Saturday, April 26th, but... Why, that was a week before she phoned it in. Frank, this one's on me. Well, here's to you and Lily. Oh, what's the matter, George? To you and Lily. Didn't you hear me? Hey, where, where are you going? Back in a minute. I gotta make a call. Operator, business office at Glencrest, please. Hello? I want to check the extra charge calls in our current bill, but only the calls made on Saturday, July 26th. Lucas, George Lucas, Glencrest 2481. 
Oh, oh wait a minute. I get a pencil. Okay. Uh, Lackawanna, four, eight, seven. Right. Pennsylvania, six, three, five. Uh huh. Pennsylvania, six, five, oh, nine, seven. Only three calls on July 26th. You sure? Oh, thank you. Not going on now. Four, eight, seven. Real department store. Never mind. Pennsylvania. Six, three, five. Uh, sorry, wrong number. Pennsylvania. Six. Five. Oh. Nine. Seven. What number are you calling? No, uh, Pennsylvania. Six. Five. Oh. Nine. Seven. Operator. Curtis Tabor. That number has been disconnected. Curtis Tabor. Hello? Hello? I said that number has been disconnected. Hey, George, you were gone so long. I came after you. Now, let's have some more drinks, huh? Oh, sure. Let's have some more drinks. Let's have lots more drinks. Augustus. Put him on the bed, Kurt. I never saw him as drunk as this. For a nice package. <laughs> Lily. Hmm? Good throwing down the steps. Broken neck. Accident on the scatter rug you placed there. Don't be a fool. The cabbie saws carry him upstairs. Come on, help me get some of his clothes. All right. See what I mean, Frank? Two-timers. Who's this Frank? Oh, how do I know? My fool, Frank. I should have gone with Henry. I knew Henry was too drunk to drive. But Lily grabbed me, kissed me, and I let Henry go. He was killed. She made me do it. Oh. Who's this Henry? My first husband. What about it? I see. You're not an amateur at getting rid of husbands. <laughs> You'll get another chance. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's it, Lily. I'll be back from the drugstore any minute. But wait for my nod. I'll be back there with him, and I don't want to be caught between the rear bumper and that wall. It's for dear George, remember? And? <laughs> get set. Here he comes. 
George, you mind helping me shove the car? The battery's run down. Just thought I'd give Louie another lesson today. Sounded all right to me. Yeah, I know, but it won't start. Come on back here and help me shovel. Yeah. All right, put it in second, Lily, and keep your foot on the clutch. All right. You all set? Yep. Okay, George, come on now, help me shove. That's the boy. is a load. Lily, you bungled it. You waited too long after my nod. Swell job. Just broke his leg. Oh, hello, George. How's the leg feeling? Not too bad. Doc says I'll be off these crutches another week or so. Oh, I'm sorry about it, George. Sorry? What for? It was an accident. These things happen. The way I figure it, when fate gives you the nod... What? It's simple. The nod was for me that day. Looks like I got another chance. Doesn't it? Anything I can get you in town? No, thanks. Oh, uh, I wonder, would you do me a favor? Get that outboard motor hooked over that barrel of water. Oh, sure, gladly. Ooh, pretty heavy motor, huh? <laughs> Thanks. I think it needs some carburetor adjustment. You want me to start it? Oh, I can manage that. Needs a tuning. Well, it'll give me something to do. George, isn't it dangerous running this motor down here? Fumes from the exhaust. Well, there's an exhaust fan in that corner window just behind that bin. Oh, do you mind turning it on, Kurt? No, no, not at all. Not drink? Oh, no, thanks. No, no. George, you mind if I say something that's probably not any of my business? Go ahead. It's about your hitting the bottle since you got out of the hospital, George. Let me be the judge of that. I'm sorry. Shouldn't have mentioned it, I guess. <laughs> sorry. Uh... I'm taking Lily out for another driving lesson. Uh, that okay with you? And if it weren't? Well, just thought you might like to join us. No, thanks. Okay, we won't be gone long. That's what you think. Now, step hard on the gas for that hill, Lily. All right. <laughs> That's my girl. So you're getting to be a pretty good driver, <laughs> huh? <laughs> sure is a lovely view from up top here. <laughs> now, take it easy going down. Crossroad ahead. Mm -hmm. Get your hey, foot off the gas. My foot is off the gas. The brake's gone. Grab the handbrake. It won't hold. Let me have that wheel. Keep your hand on the horn. Okay. Now we'll lose our speed going up the next hill. Okay. Now quick, shift into low. That'll hold it from coasting back. Oh. That was close. Holy man. 
Lily, I wonder. Huh? I saw George fussing around the car this morning. Sister, your loving husband's wise to us. Those brakes were okay last night. What are you going to do about it? What I told you as soon as we get back. We'll get him started on a bottle in the cellar and have a couple with him to make it look good. Then when he's passed out, start the outboard motor. It'll look like he forgot to turn on the ventilating fan. <laughs> This is Jeffrey Barnes again. In just a moment, we'll bring you Act Three of Goodbye, Darling. Why do we have to sit in the car? This garage is too hot. Let's wait in the house. No. Oh, better sit here where we can hear that outboard motor. Might cut off. Be over soon. I shouldn't have had that drink. I feel sleepy. I only had a couple. <laughs> I feel drowsy myself. Uh, let's get some air. Kurt, I'm sick. Lily. Where are you? I can't move. Lily. Kurt. Drinks. Lily. Lily, we've been drugged. George, he did it. Must get out. Darling, wife. Have a long sleep, lovers. Lily, why did you have to do it? Goodbye, darling. sleeping pills upstairs in the medicine cabinet. Must get rid of them. Two we found in the car, huh? No, I'm afraid not. Full motors won't help them now, Inspector. Okay, boys. What about Mr. Lucas, Inspector? Oh, didn't you know? Neck's broken. 
too bad. He probably could have saved them if he hadn't slipped on that scatter rug. And now this is Jeffrey Barnes again, bringing down the final curtain on tonight's Mystery Theater presentation of Goodbye, Darling. The original music for the Mystery Theater is composed and conducted by Alexander Sembler. Any resemblance between the names and characters used on the Mystery Theater and any actual persons living or dead is purely coincidental. <laughs> Sometimes when we're tired, we make mountains out of molehills. We putter around till even the easiest job seems impossible. Now, if you're that tired and pale besides, your doctor may find you have a borderline anemia, resulting from a ferronutritional blood deficiency. Then you need ironized yeast tablets. They help build up your strength by building up your red blood cells. So take ironized yeast tablets to get back your color, your vigor, your driving energy. Ironized yeast tablets. And now this is Dan Seymour again saying goodnight until next week at this same time when the Mystery Theater presents A Lease on Death. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. You might need to build up your um your red, yeast. your red blood cells, Lisa. I hope not. Get Thank more you, Carl. vigor and pep and energy. Oh, I'm full Ironized of Ironized yeast. Right. I don't want anything with yeast. So just get away from me with any ironized yeast, anything well, I mean, ironized bread or anything has yeast. yeast in it. You know, well, I'm on a diet. I don't want to eat any bread. But you do eat it. I know. I love <laughs> I love bread. I do too. The Mole Mystery Theater, May 24th, 1949. Goodbye, darling. And I hope you enjoyed that. Good episode. All right, time for this month in music history. All right, we're going back to the 1980s. See if you enjoy this song. I remember this song. Yeah. It's good. Of course it's good. I chose it. When you love someone, when you really love someone. Do you know the title or the group? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Go for it. Um, it's coming. It's Sound coming. of music. <laughs> What's the name of it? You want the title yeah. of the group? Waiting for a girl like you. Oh yeah, you. waiting for a girl like you. I've been you. waiting. And who is this uh, Culture Club or I don't no, know? No, it's Foreigner. Oh, Foreigner. Yeah. Uh, yep. It was released on the album Four. Yeah. Uh, peaking at number two on the Billboard I've been chart. There it is. For a girl like you. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, it is. I haven't heard it in a long time. No, I figured not. All right. Well, All right. thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Appreciate you. More of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. 
And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In our next hour, we'll take an eerie train ride with the mysterious traveler from 1950. But first, we're going to need a Hollywood 360 listener contestant to play Name That Tune with us. Right, Lisa? That's right. And all of the songs for this edition have the word happy in the title. Happy. Happy. Oh. Happy songs. So that's nice. if you'd like to play the game and uh, hear some happy songs, give us a call. 312-642-5600. Looking for caller number nine. And you'll win a Twilight Zone CD set. And we'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.